You're listening to Chewing the Fat On Demand. All right, so I got to do this. I got to start with this, do this. We got to do the photographer story. Did I not? Welcome to it, Chewing the Fat, with yours truly, Jeff Fisher. You know, today I uh, I was uh, traversing the roadways coming into Mercury Studios. And you ever feel like this is a day that you want to be thankful for? As I'm coming into work today, and I came in to do uh, Chewing the Fat uh, bright and early before the sun was with uh, Pat and Pat Unleashed this morning. And uh, I'm coming down the road close to Mercury Studios and I'm not kind of, you know, you're kind of driving, you've driven it a thousand times, you're, there's no traffic on the road, so you're kind of half paying attention, you listen to the radio, you're just kind of driving. And the next thing I know, there's a skunk in the middle of the road. <sighs> thankfully, thankfully, I missed it, and then I looked in my rear view and I see it skirting off back up the other direction in which it came I am so thankful that I did not hit that skunk. I don't think I don't think you can ever get rid of that in your vehicle. You for sure can never sell it if you wanted to. Sure. Is that a fresh car smell or a skunk? That's my skunk fresh car smell. Don't worry about that. It's my favorite smell. I mean, a lot of people like that fresh, clean leather smell. Nope, not me. I like the skunk smell. So, I don't know if if you've ever hit a skunk. How many people have been around skunks, you know, closer? They've you know, had a skunk in their basement or a skunk in their window well. Stuff like that where, you know, it seeps into the house and you've got to, it takes forever to get rid of it if you ever do. Uh, but I know that if you hit that thing with your car, it's got, I mean, it's, you hit it with your front tire. I mean, you've give, you're giving it the whole length of the car. Oh, it cannot be good. It cannot be good. But, again, I'm thankful, thankful that it didn't happen. A couple of uh, passing headlines as we uh, jump into it today. I saw a, a headline that talked about uh, touchscreens uh, at McDonald's. They, uh, the ones that were tested all had poo on the screens. Uh, duh. People coming in and out of there, letting their little kids run around, punch their fingers on that thing. Yeah, if they have, if you, if you, if they have any kind of robot at all, the robot should have some sort of disinfectant spray, cleaning off the, cleaning off the screens as that you order on. No question. Uh, yesterday, uh, we lost uh, Stephen Hillenberg, uh, age fifty-seven, creator of SpongeBob SquarePants. Very sad. Um, we also uh, there's a couple of things in the uh, out-of-touch world that I want to touch on. Uh, just two things that are, well, I'm out of touch with. And we'll just go with one, Paul Manafort. I have tried to get into this Paul Manafort story. I know he's going to jail. I know he testified. I know it's uh, I know it's Russia. I know it's tax fraud. I know it's, it's, uh, it's swindling. It's swandling. It's whatever the hell else. Manafort has done. And I said to myself last night, okay, okay, I'm going to find, I'm going to dig in. I'm going to get a grasp on the story. So I understand exactly the Paul Manafort story. And I get about two paragraphs in. 
I don't care. I just don't care. Send him to prison. I don't know that he, I don't think Trump did anything. I, I don't know. I don't care. I don't care. Somebody needs to at least maybe break it down for me. And then I might read it, maybe. Because I just don't care. And I cannot be alone. It's got to be a made up. This has got to be a, this has got to be a news, cable news channel story gotta be that's that's why it's all i see is his face on the screen and they're talking about manafort and they're trying to tie it into Mueller and the russian investigation and so it's got to be that but nothing has really come of this russian investigation they keep blowing money into Mueller's pocket spent millions of dollars tens of millions of dollars on this thing it's time to end it you either have something or you don't if you've got something put it on the table if you don't get out but I can't bring myself to care about the Paul Manafort thing. I can't bring myself to care. I can't bring myself, okay, so he was a gangster, and he was, he was a tax fraud, and he was, he was owed money here, and he was out uh, doing, dealing, dealing this way, and then he went to Russia and tried to do a deal here and tried to make some money. Okay, what? all right. So, all right, I can't, I don't. I'm talking more on Paul Manafort than I ever wanted to because I just don't care. Let's move on. So I'm fascinated with how much TV stars make. And you'd think to yourself, but Jeff, you're just a dumpy old radio podcast guy that you know they put a camera on every once in a while why do you care about that well because i think that i could i should be making that amount of money now there's a number of people that disagree with that there's a number of people that especially the top five that would say oh no 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 we are so much better than you fat man but i would beg to differ steve harvey last year 44 million dollars that's a good gig. Now, listen, he's got a couple of TV shows. He's got four or five game shows. Steve, there's some of us others out here. Need some work, bro. Okay? You can't take it all. Ryan Seacrest, $74 million. Freaking kidding me. Now, good for him. I, look, I'm, not, I'm, I'm happy for these guys because if they're making it, there is a possibility that others can make a good amount of money, and I want to be those people. Ryan Seacrest, uh, he's got the Los Angeles-based gig. He's up in New York now. He's doing American Idol again. He's got his production company that does Keeping Up with the Kardashians. I mean, good for him, right? I mean, actually, $74 million, pff, nothing. Nothing. In third place, Dr. Phil McGraw. What? $77,500,000. Now, he was, he was one of the most watched syndicated shows on TV. Um, and then uh, he got the executive producer credits. Uh, he got executive producer presence on The Bull, The Doctors, Daily Mail TV. Wow. And though he's not a practicing doctor, what? What? 
That's like Bill Nye the Science Guy. It's just a TV title. Okay. All right, this is Dr. Jeffy. Welcome to Chewing the Fat with Dr. Jeffy. Boy, it's almost like a medical show now. McGraw co-founded Doctors on Demand, an app that connects people with psychologists and physicians. He's not even a... I am really pissed now. I I don't know why I didn't know that, but I didn't know that. That he's not a... It says he's not a practicing doctor. What does that mean? Does that TV speak for never was one? Look that up. Because he probably... if If they're saying... Yeah, if they're saying he's not a practicing doctor, that means he probably went to med school and flunked out. He went to, uh, he. there's no way you lose it, right? If you go to med school and you have passed the Hippocratic Oath, you're a doctor. So that he had to drop out or or he, you know, I, I you know what? I thought about uh, going to med school once. So I'm not a practicing doctor, but I thought about going to med school once. That's ridiculous. And now he has the TV, Dr. Phil. Are you freaking kidding me? That ticks me off. 77, almost $78 million for not being a practicing doctor, Dr. Phil. But listen, you can go to my app and I'll connect you with a psychologist and a physician. Oh my gosh. That <laughs> that really ticks me off. Okay, so tell me. Come on. Give me give me some Phil noise. Give me some Phil news. Tell me what happened. Tell me what happened in Dr. Phil's life why he's not a practicing doctor. All you have to do is turn the button a little bit. And uh, then you push down, and there's a take button, T-A-K-E. That's what that's a board on the. It's got a phaser right above the fader there, and you just push take, and it pops. Are you it done? Up. Yeah. Are you done? So according to his Wikipedia page, which is facts. I mean, Wikipedia is fact. Yeah. Oh yeah. You, everything. He got his uh, BA in psychology. Bachelor's he, in psychology. Okay. That's not even. A, all right. And then he earned an MA. In experimental psychology. Masters. All right. So there's no doctorate in there. And he got a PhD degree in oh. clinical psychology in 1979 here in North Texas. So he's a doctor. So he's a, a he's a doctor, a psychiatrist. He's got a doctorate in psychiatry, but he hasn't signed his license and it was here in medical school. So he is an actual doctor. All right. Which throws in. That's why he's not a practicing doctor because he's a psychiatrist, but he hasn't passed any of the psych bars that they're supposed to take for the different states and all that means is he didn't pay the cash for the license um but he is a doctor okay so that makes me feel a little bit better because i'm by the way uh, i'm not a practicing doctor uh, right now i gotta start using that i'd like that line are you a doctor i'm not a practicing doctor (laughs) that's good stuff ella degeneres 80 oh wait did you know? Oh boy! Did you we still know, on Doc, Doctor Phil? This is about okay. Doctor Phil. We have to go back uh, to Doctor Phil. In nineteen ninety-five, Oprah hired Doctor Phil yeah. legal counseling firm to prepare her for the Armadillo, Texas beef trial. I mean, he got to start with Oprah. No, no, no! What is this Armadillo? I mean, Amarillo, Texas beef trial. It's the Amarillo, Texas beef trial, not the Armadillo. Texas beef trial. What is that? Someone was killing armadillos and mixing it in with beef. That freaking Oprah man. She, she was, was putting, so impressed she was putting with armadillo Dr. beef. Phil that she thanked him for the victory in the case, which ended in 98. So she was. Then she invited him to appear on her show. Boom. Yeah. 
Dr. Star Phil was created. Star. Yeah. I, I don't know. Look, we have to look up what there's got to be a link, right? The Wikipedia is showing facts. That's what they do. There's no never a lie on Wikipedia. Uh, they will we'll know what the armadillo beef, the armadillo Texas beef trial is. Because if I find out Oprah was putting armadillo meat in with her meat on the Oprah food pizza or whatever she makes, I'm going to be pissed at Oprah now. That ticks me off. That really ticks me off. Because I, as you know, I'm in the in the Armadillo Hall of Fame. You are. The Armadillo Racers Hall of Fame. And uh, I've been part of rule changes and uh, been a part of competitions uh, in Armadillo races here in Texas. And I won't have I won't have armadillos being ground up into beef for Oprah. So it is not nothing. It's Amarillo, <laughs> Texas. So in 1998, talk show host Oprah Winfrey and one of her guests, Howard, were involved in a lawsuit commonly referred as to the Amarillo, Texas Beef Trial. Okay, we got that. Jump ahead. Speed it up. It's about the food libel law <laughs> See, known that's as where false we started. disparagement See, right, so stop of just perished food products you're not Act listening to me. of 95. You're not listening to me. All right, you're not listening to me. You're really making me angry now that you're not listening to me. All right, so I'm going to teach you something here. Right, so we already knew we were on the Dr. Phil Armadillo Beef Trial talk, right? Why did you put me through that first paragraph of the Armadillo Beef Trial? Okay, Because you should have this skipped is the ahead. Notes. If you don't put headphones on, I'm just going to cut you off every time. You should have skipped. I'll wait till he puts his headphones on. I'm going to teach him. I'm going to teach him a couple things here about broadcasting. Okay. We already knew about the armadillo. This is a little broadcasting 101, right? So we were talking about the story, Dr. Phil, and he wanted, he even cut me off as I went to Ellen DeGeneres. He cut me off to get back to Dr. Phil and the armadillo beef trial with Oprah and Dr. Phil. All right. So we knew Dr. Phil got to start on Oprah. We knew that, but we I didn't, didn't know that. Who? I didn't know that. No, no, no. You see, you're saying we knew that. I didn't know that. So do not include me in this we, because I didn't know that he started with Oprah. People from the continental United States of America knew that Dr. Phil got to start with Oprah. Yeah. You're so pissed at me right now. The uh, you're right. They're probably you're right. You're you're uh, uh, haven't been uh, around 150 years, so you may not know that, and many people may not know that. But yes, he did. Oprah threw him a bone on the show, and we know now that she threw him a bone because of the armadillo beef trial. Back in the 90s. All right. So, again, this is where we already knew we were talking about the Dr. Phil Oprah armadillo beef trial. Okay. So, when you went to tell us about the story, which I asked you to find out about. Did you know about Howard? Because the problem is that in 96, in an episode of her, she made disparaging comments about beef in relation to mad cow disease, which is why she was being sued. Good. But she ends up winning. But she ends up winning. (laughs) So this is How's that possible? Because she, she went because, because of Dr. Was, Phil. Because Dr. Know, Phil helped mean, her. I know, but I mean, she's saying bad things about the beef industry. The beef industry is not going to have that, especially Texas. I don't care if it's armadillo beef or if it's just regular beef. <laughs> I love armadillo beef, too, by the way. the uh, they were, They're not going to have that. But they ended up losing the case. I mean, she's, it was Mad Cow World then at that time, right, in the United Kingdom, though, not here in the States. Well, according to Texas law, uh, if you do food dis- disparagement, uh, you have to prove that the person 
or persons, or you know, persons industry, whatever, yeah. were not based on reasonable and reliable specific inquiry facts or data. Like they had to prove oh. that they they were just speaking out of you know trying to misguide people, right? But they weren't, according to, of course, they weren't. And then they. Weren't well, I mean, that's the same philosophy. thing we've got going on now with Twitter and Facebook, right? And, and the memes, and we're turning, somebody's got to tell if it's a joke or it's not a joke, or Oprah saying, "Look, at that time." I disagree with this case. Actually, I got to start. I got to read a little bit more of it because at that time, Oprah did make a difference. Oprah did make it. Oprah said, "Hey, look at this pair of shoes. I love them. I bought them yesterday. That company they closed down that company because they ran out of freaking shoes the next day." I mean, she made a difference then. So when she said something like that, that is a disparaging remark. That Dr. Phil, that creep. He got Oprah off. And he got Oprah off just so he could do a silly TV show and make $77 million a year to pretend that he's a doctor. He pisses me off now. I I don't want to wish bad things on him, but if armadillos attack him, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm not, I won't be sad to hear Dr. Phil McGraw attacked by armadillos. Number two on the list, Ellen DeGeneres, 87 and a half million dollars for a year. Everybody loves her, though. Could you live on that? Oh, yeah. 87 and a half million? Poof. Yes. And she would have been farther down the list. She wouldn't have been uh, number two. But Netflix dropped 20 million for her stand up special. 20 million dollars. But are you oh. noticing that Facebook is just dropping money to anybody that is comedian? Hey, here's an FX special. Everybody's yeah. getting one. Oh, so yeah. Now well, it's and Facebook to- has their Facebook TV shows that they're doing yes. now, too, right? And they have, uh, I mean, we're doing a lot of news about, uh, uh, you know who has, has a popular one? And, and Not that I, I have not watched it, but I see news stories on it all the time. So it must be that Facebook... I see news stories all the time on this stupid show. And why I'm seeing the news stories because Facebook is pumping out news stories about their own stupid show. So it makes the rounds like it's a big popular thing, but it's not. It's What's-Her-Face, uh, Will Smith's wife. Yes, with his daughter. And yes, she has, yes. She has her little round table yep. Facebook show, and I think it's once a week even. I mean, she barely does anything with it. It's a once-a-week show. Yeah, you can't pull her, a once-a-week show. You're the, pathetic. The daughter and the grandmother, they all sit at the table and they yeah, talk they'll about- they all talk about their stuff, and she talks about, yeah. she talks about uh, racism. She talked about tough seeing blonde. She didn't, she didn't like blonde women, and she didn't- Mental health, food and all. Yes, it's fine. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's fine, whatever. I mean, I haven't watched it, but they always run stories about the stuff she says on the show, and that's- what that's a good move by Facebook, by the way. I've been had. I'm a little ticked now. Dr. Phil's not a real doctor. Facebook is pumping on stories about their stupid shows. So, the, <laughs> Facebook, Netflix, listen, I realize that it's Ellen DeGeneres. I'll give you that. I'm willing to do a show for you for less than $20 million. How okay. much, Jeffy? How much? Put I mean, it out there. Put it out there. I want you to put it out Look, there. Look, I don't want, I don't want to cheapen myself, but I will. Five million. I'll put. I'll do. I'll do. A, I'll do a show for, show for you. Five million. One hour. I, mean, I don't want to put a time on greatness, but okay. For five million, I'll give you sixty minutes. 
Number one. Okay, well, I can't even get through the stupid TV list. Number one on the earnings list, Judge freaking Judy. My girl. The next Supreme Court justice right there. Judge freaking Judy. You know how much she made? A hundred. And forty-seven million. A hundred and forty-seven million. Oh, unbelievable, unbelievable. She sold the rights. Look, she's been on the air. She's got. She gets ten million viewers. Right. Uh, sold the rights to her Judge Judy reruns for an estimate. Oh, this is it. Okay, this is where she made her money. This is where she gets the hundred forty-seven. So she only made. She only really made forty-seven million. Pfft, nothing doesn't even make the list. She only made. <laughs> 47 pauper living in a trailer park outside of Santa Monica. Uh, the hundred million, the hundred million, she sold the rights to her reruns for a hundred million. Talk about double dipping, right? So she's doing the 47 million is for the show and the syndication. Um, you know, I, you know what? The kids need the education. I'm gonna die soon. I'm like a hundred. I got to cash in now, right? I got to sell you the rerun rights for $100 million. Come on, man. Smart lady. Wow. Smart. I love her even more now. Wow. She should be our next Supreme Court justice. No kidding. I mean, she. how could she live on $47 million? She That's can't. Why she you sold, can't. That's why she sold Jeffrey, the reruns. Come on. That's you can't. You look at reruns. your bank account, and you got $46 million. You're like, right. honey, we're about to go broke. Can you got, get that Chapter 13 and 11 gotta, going right now? the reruns. So, she gets 10 million daily viewers. Dr. Phil, the fake doc, gets 4 million. I'm sorry, he's not a fake doc. He's not, pract- he's not a practicing doctor. Stop it. He gets 4 million viewers a day. Hannity and Maddow, who everybody loves, thinks they're the best. They get like 3 million people, maybe. Right? So, who's getting the numbers? The daytime TV people are getting the numbers, bro. Netflix. Uh, did I say five? It's okay, six. All right. Because I can't give you 60 minutes for five. It's just, that's too much. That's too much. But we'll, we can talk. It's a negotiation, right? It's a deal. We can work out something a little bit here and there. If Judge Judy could sell her stupid reruns for $100 million and still make $47 million on top of that for the regular season. And Dr. Freakin' Phil, who isn't practicing doctorship right now. What's the, what's the stupid line? Hold on, i got to find out the exact. Now i got to remember the stupid line I have to remember. Dr. Freakin' Phil. I'm a practicing doctor. Shut Dr. Bill, Dr. Dr. Yeah, he's not a practicing doctor. Ugh. He, he co-founded an app. <laughs> I'm heartbroken. I'm heartbroken that Dr. Phil is not a doctor. What does the world come to when I counted on Dr. Phil to be a practicing physician? But no. No. He's not a practicing doctor. <sighs> <laughs> All right, so as you know, my wife is a photographer, and she takes pictures, and she's you know she she does she doesn't do really um, 
weddings, but she does events. And she does do um, stills, the graduation pictures and stuff, but she does that's she does that out of the goodness of her heart and, and you know, she really doesn't she'd rather do events. She likes doing events and uh, she takes great pictures and I love her. So the only reason that I this story jumps out at me is because of my wife. I see a headline, you know, as I'm looking through stories, wedding photographer jailed after having sex with guests urinating on tree. A, why wasn't I invited to this wedding? And it's here in Texas. And I'm thinking, wait, did my wife get a job? Did my wife get a job and not tell me? No, it was someone else. Duh. So there's a wedding photographer, uh, this meta. All right. Now she's 26 years old. Catherine Lay Meta. That can't be her middle name, Lay. It's got to be Leah, right? L E I G H. Lay? Leah? I like Lay. Catherine Lay Meta. 26. And she's really good looking. All right. She does. She, she, she has uh, posted on Instagram a number of her photos of being a model. And uh, hold on, wait, wait, wait. Why the air quotes? She's a model. No, I know she's a model. No, that's, that's what I mean. She's a model. I just was, my hands were, I needed something to do with my hands. People can't, this is a podcast, it's not video. They can't see my hands. <laughs> so that she's supposed to be the photographer of this wedding. Now, during the wedding, they notice, hey, she's starting to get hammered, and they go to security because people, caught her in a room at this place where the wedding was, this event building in Parker County, Texas, where, in fact, I think that was the name of the place, uh, Parker, the Spring Events Venue. Uh, it was in Parker County. Uh, so the security says, hey, we got to go with this girl. She's having sex with, we caught her having sex with some guy in another room. Now, A, aren't you supposed to be taking pictures? Isn't that your job? I mean, you're working. I mean, that's why I think she was, she may have been working. That's air quotes again. But uh, I'll let it go, though, because maybe she wasn't. Maybe she was just, you know, having a party, having a good time. She's good looking. She sees somebody hot at the wedding and says, hey, in between taking shots of the new <laughs> the, the bride and the groom, take me in the back to the cleaning service room and, you know. Take care of some business. So they get the security gets her and hauls her out and says, "Hey, you can't be doing that." She gets pissed, runs outside by the fountain and starts urinating on a tree. Why? Right? What is that? I, I don't understand. What is that? I, I'll, I'll teach you. I'll teach you for busting me for having sex with that guy when I'm supposed to be taking pictures of the wedding. I'm going to come out here by this fountain and pee on this tree. What is that? So they throw her in the back of the squad car. And as, they, as she's sitting in the squad car, she's hollering at the police. Y'all families will be dead by Christmas. Y'all's daughters are dead. My dad is going to find out about this and y'all are effing dead. D-E-A-D. All right. And off to jail she goes. And they find a prescription bottle of uh, Xanax. All right. And uh, so she, they, she's blaming at this time. They're figuring that it's Xanax and alcohol got mixed. And, you know, the drug caused this big problem here at the wedding. So then I see this news report. It's a local story, Parker County. And, of course, you know, 
news stations all over. And I mean, this headline is in a you know some national news because a wedding photographer having sex at a wedding. Every website in America wants that headline. And then urinating on a tree. Come on, that's a headline that every website in America wants. So and they got it. So WFAA, uh, the the news channel, one of the news channels here in Dallas, Texas, and DFW, the Metroplex, does a news story on it. Of course, it's a local, it's a big local story, right? And they tell the story of her getting arrested and finding Xanax, and you know her, you know, bad mouthing and her getting getting out on bond the next day, and nobody knows anything. But in the middle of this report, the reporter, who I apologize for not remembering his name. Uh, but he is in the driveway of her house and there's a guy in the driveway who we find out is her dad. And there's another girl in the driveway who we find out is her sister. Here's the interaction. Fantastic. She's not here. Are you related to her? Yeah, I'm a dad. Her father said it's not like his daughter. Has, has she had any kind of problems no, before? No, never. No, 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 no of course not. not. No, and her sister yeah, said she heard a very different story. Now here comes, now stop for just a second. Now here comes the sis. Now in the report, the dad is getting out of the driver's or the rider's side of the car in the driveway, right? And so he comes. He's the, the reporter's right there up next to the door. First of all, if that's my driveway, get off. Who do you think you're coming up on my driveway like that? I don't care if you got a TV camper or not. See, people, this goes back to my belief. Just pause for this. We're in the middle of the story. Let's go back to my belief. Everybody thinks because there's a camera in your face, you got to comment. You don't. Remember that. Just be, on the bad day of your life, when something bad happens, a news reporter shows up at your front door and has that camera shoved in your face, tell them to get bent. Of course, that'll be all over the news, too. We ran into the daughter's dad, and he told us to F off. Here it is. His name is, and you'll then forever. But just, you don't have to talk to them. No comment. Get out of my driveway. Get off my property. Okay, that have been said. I'm glad he, he didn't do that because we get this on it. Because during this time, the sister is coming around. I'm coming around the back of the car like, ooh, there's a television camera? I'm surprised she left her jacket on, but she did pull it down over her shoulders a little bit because I, I was amazing. I didn't believe that she left the jacket on. Because right, she comes around like, ooh, there's a TV camera and a reporter. A fast amount of time, she even noticed herself. She wasn't feeling like herself. Wait, what? Netta had been given spiked drinks unknowingly. She said she went outside, and I guess there's a fountain outside. Yeah, and I something. guess these two no. men tried to approach her oh, no. and tried to do inappropriate things. Oh, and, no. you know, she was yelling and trying to get help and you know everything just got turned around onto her mm-hmm. in a negative way yeah in a negative way everything got turned around on her you know that whole having sex with one of the wedding party well we don't know that it was part of the wedding party having sex with someone there at the celebrating the wedding and then you know peeing on the tree and telling the cops that they're all gonna be dead because of your dad that whole thing i hate that when that happens yeah, it's just another Saturday night. Well, I'm supposed to be working. I'm supposed to be taking pictures. You know, they got turned around in a negative way under her in a negative way. Shut up. By the way, you. This is the audio that you had me pull. <clears throat> but I, I love local stories. I do too. Because of this, what they did right now. It will now be up to a judge. She's charged with public intoxication and a felony charge of obstruction retaliation. A wedding photographer with her own unforgettable portrait. Think about it. 
Come on, man. That's local news. That's good stuff with the camera shutter of the Come sound on. effect. That's one of the reasons why I love local news, just because uh, that little tagline at the end. Uh, a great, one of the th- my favorite things, and we've talked about it before, and we'll have to, we might have to do a show on uh, uh, live shot news because I've got some clips of people who, you know, my favorite thing is local news always feels like they have to get a reaction from the man on the street. Right, they have to. And it doesn't matter what it is. I heard it yes, yesterday on a radio station, the news. They have to get the live thing. And no, you don't. There's a fire. There was a fire. It was about, a, this is what it was. It was about a, 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 an apartment complex that burned. And it fell down. And they were talking about how horrible it was. Everybody got out alive. And Bradley Dennis, I don't know the guy's name. And Bradley Dennis, a neighbor, said he saw the flames. And th- then they cut to Bradley, and he goes, "I saw the flames and it fell on the car." And I thought, "Oh man, that's somebody. Somebody better be able to get some help." Thank you, Bradley. We appreciate it for the live show. I mean, it's just horrible. They always feel like they have to put that in, like the like our our my, my lady with the with the from the potato. <laughs> I think she may even be in the computer. But I heard it on the news. That's, that's ridiculous, man. And there's the one with the smoke we used to play all the time. The live shot of, I got smoke, I got bronchitis. I got time for that. That's one of my favorite live shots from news, local news of all time. Of all time. I mean, they've always feel, and I, I, was, I, about, I about swerved into the median yesterday, driving home, listening to the radio station, and I thought, you are not going to throw it to the guy on the street. And Bradley, and I don't, know, I don't remember his name, so I apologize. It wasn't Bradley Dennis. If your name is Bradley Dennis, I know it wasn't you. All right. And Bradley Dennis um, lived in the neighborhood. I saw the flames go up, and then that building fell down in that car, and I thought, well, I hope everybody has to be safe. Thank you. Appreciate it. We know that, bro. Well, I, there was no need for that. There's no need for that at all. That's just a news trick trying to diff, give you different sounds so you pay attention during the newscast. It's agonizing. Ain't nobody got time for that. That's my girl right there. Yeah, she goes into there. should be one where she tells the whole story. I though. heard it on the news. Oh, that's. And I said it was ridiculous, man. That's it. Now, she was talking. That was in New Hampshire. I can't remember her name now. Gosh darn, I got to think of her name. She was in New Hampshire, and there was a guy going around. It was called the Potato Bandit. All right? And so there were stores being robbed. There were stores being robbed. And so here comes Linda Hopkins walking down the street. And the news guy, the local news guy goes, oh, hey, there's there's a man on the street that we've got to get for the report. I heard it on the news. And I said it was ridiculous, man. That's it. Stop it. Stop it. Now, give me the, bron- the bronchitis lady. I wish I could. There was a fire. There was a longer one, though, where she tells the whole story of what happened. Well, I woke up to go give me a cold pop. And then I thought so somebody was So you stop for just a second. We'll go back to the beginning. That's fine. That's fine. But this is another example of why you don't always have to speak to television cameras. And this is an example of people going, oh, somebody's got a television camera and a microphone. I'm going to speak. Well, I woke up to go give me a cold pop. And then I thought somebody was barbecuing. I said, oh, Lord Jesus, it's a fire. <laughs> then I ran out. I didn't grab no shoes or nothing, Jesus. I ran for my life. And then the smoke got me. I got bronchitis. Ain't nobody got time for that. As of, we're done. We're done. Well, I woke up to go give me a cold pop. 
And then I thought somebody was barbecuing. I said, oh, Lord Jesus, it's a fire. <laughs> then I ran out. I didn't grab no shoes or nothing, Jesus. I ran for my life. And then the smoke got me. I got bronchitis. Ain't nobody got time for that.